This is Y-Tune Shuffle. Y-Tune Shuffle, it's the music that informs our lives. The rules here are that there are no rules other than just bring in your music, mm. hit play. And then we get to pick your brain about why those songs. Welcome to Y-Tune Shuffle, a celebration of the music that inspires our lives. With your host, comedian and radio personality Maggie Mayfield and Hollywood's secret weapon, David Earl Waterman. This is Y-Tunes Shuffle. Uh, most people call me Dave. But you're David. David Earl Waterman is okay. my... Hollywood um, secret weapon. Hollywood secret weapon. You're Dev. Yeah. I'm just going to call you Dev. Or Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> David Earl Waterman. Dew. Yeah. Dew. Yeah. Dave. So, yeah. Okay. Dave. Yeah. The uh, the coolest co-host on the coolest podcast ever called Y Tune Shuffle. Mm. I'm Maggie Mayfield, and our guest today is model, actress, comedian, writer, hilarious personality, host, everything. Raquel Poplin. Yay! Thank you. Oh my God, you made me feel so special right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Because I don't think about my credits until somebody says them, and I'm like, oh yeah, I've done all that shit. <laughs> can it's, I cuss here? Yes, you can. Okay. You just did. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Whoops. <laughs> you do a lot of things. Yeah. Can you, you, Bucket Dream, is that still a thing that you do? No, but you know what? It was so exciting the time that we did it. I think Bucket Dream is, is close. It's done, I think, I believe. Raquel was sure. a brand ambassador for yeah. something called Bucket Dream. And who was the guy? It was backed by Mark Wahlberg. And, um, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. Australian. He owns Virgin. Oh yeah, uh, that Geffen, not not the guy that owns the airlines. The airlines, yeah. Yeah, he's got long white hair. Yeah, that's how everybody knows him—the long white haired dude who owns Virgin <laughs> but Airlines. His name is so. Why am I blanking I, out on his name? His name is so. Um, yeah, what Rick the, something. Is it? I, I, I have a magical box here. I'm gonna look into. Uh, yeah, you know, it's the same here. <laughs> who owns Virgin Airlines? Actually, I have no internet, so you have to check it out. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't think I have it either. <laughs> who owns Virgin Airlines? <laughs> Hey, Siri. You cannot procure virgins. What? Here's what I found. Richard Branson. Richard And Marky Branson. Mark Wahlberg. And it's Richard Sir Branson. Sir, yes, he's been mm -hmm. knighted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the morning, though, which is weird. He got knighted yeah, in the morning. Yeah, in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you meet those guys? I. You know what? I met... I met Mark, but doing a movie, not f through Bucket Dream. What? And yeah. what movie was what? that? It was The Gambler, and it was so cool. I, actually, we filmed way more many scenes than the only scene that made it to the movie. And he was, he's such an amazing person. And this is why good things happen to good people. This is why The Rock is, you know, uh, succeeding. This is why Mark Wahlberg is succeeding, because they are legitimate, amazing people. That's why. The Wahlbergs? And you met both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, just Wahlberg, but... Oh. But the rock, Doc you're like, like but you know, I know him. Because I'm, I'm a Rocky, sometimes. so he's Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the same channel. <laughs> um, so Bucket doesn't exist anymore. But you became a brand ambassador. How did that? How did that come to be? You know what? Uh, I was working with a management. I, my manager back then. He was in contact with the creator of this uh, app, and they were looking for ambassadors. And my manager said at the time, because uh, he's no longer my manager, but I still love him. Don't get me wrong. He yeah, just yeah, yeah. went to somewhere, some other endeavors. Is that how you say it? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm not managing people anymore. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, 
he they were looking for ambassadors and he pitched me and they loved me and the fact that I had sort of a connection with Mark Wahlberg and that I've always been a you know a pursuant of dreamers and like believer of dreams yeah. come true um it just fit right in and we did a bunch of events and it was pretty awesome it was fun and oh, I cool. love the concept because nothing manifests more a dream than seeing it and this was basically an Instagram for your dreams you yeah. would post your dreams. What do you want to, your bucket list? Like, what do you want to do? Skydiving? You want to visit, I don't know, Switzerland. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Wall of China, which, come on, Trump. If you wanted to build a wall, at least it should have been as great as the Great Wall of China. Talk about saying. great. Yeah, <laughs> that's a for sure great. Yeah, they I don't would need support a hat for that, that wall, but the freaking stupid shit that you put up, come on. <laughs> I know, right? Anyways, um... You put it there and you see it. And then people like some, it was also a way to network to get those dreams done. Mm -hmm. Cause somebody probably knew somebody that could make it happen for you. Yeah. If they wanted to. So what you would basically do is that they would, somebody would put their dream out and you would actually be part of a, a team that made it it's come like, true it's like literally it was an instagram for your dreams and you instead of posting pictures of yourself or your favorite things you would post pictures of your bucket list what's the most memorable one you can think of off the top of your head that really moved you like a person's bucket I list think somebody's bucket list was uh to just be surrounded by puppies that's amazing. Those are our doable bucket yeah. lists. They're not like crazy. Yeah. I'd like and to fly think, in a you know, rocket ship. I think somebody made oh, it happen. Those are for cool them. buckets so they right were, there. Like, swimming in puppies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Can I say? I'm going to tell you what I said out loud to my boyfriend last night, and it's along those lines. I uh -huh. said, I want in some some time in my life to just be in a kiddie pool full of sprinkles. Right? Mm. Why not? Mm. <laughs> Last night, literally just had that any conversation. Any kiddie pool with anything. Yeah. <laughs> you said kiddie pool, and I was excited because I'm like, <laughs> whatever it's going to be filled with, it's going to bring you so much joy. Sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Would you eat them? Would you eat some of them? Some, yeah. Oh, I, I kind of hope they'd melt a little on my skin so I'd be like blue and yellow and, and green. And you'd be like yeah. a unicorn. Yep. I love it. I uh, well, love it's it. that, that, that my secret. I love those bouncers. You know, you go around town and you're seeing kids the in those bounce castle. houses. Right. And as an adult, and especially a creepy adult, <laughs> Like me, you can't go in there because we somebody's going to be. We can make that bucket list. That's dream you know all by myself. True. I just want to, right. you know, just is, like endlessly to music. That Bring is up the heavy metal. And, and, yeah, and just bounce around. That is such a great bucket yeah. list. What about you? Item. Raquel. Oh my god, I <laughs> I have so many, but um, I just want to get on a um air air balloon. Like I've never done that. Oh and yeah, that's one of my bucket lists. Do you items. go up in a helium, like the, the big old-fashioned balloons? Yeah, the yeah. One, one of those. Like and I'm so scared of heights Shh, or flying without protection. Yeah. But I would still do it because I don't want to die without knowing how that felt. It's, as someone who has done it, yeah. it's awesome. It is? Yeah, you just feel like you're floating, and the only time it's weird is when you land. Where did oh, you okay. hot That's air weird. balloon? Yeah. Um, in Australia. And, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Like and we'll be back. And that's it. And okay. mic drop. Yeah, I got married one time, and that had a honeymoon that followed afterwards. And, <laughs> and that had a because not all marriages have honeymoons that follows. I didn't have a honeymoon, so yeah. Yeah, and so we we didn't spend a lot of money on the ceremony and the reception. Mm -hmm. We spent our money. We blew our load on the honeymoon. Better. Nice. Because yeah. I had just Best graduated way. from college, mm -hmm. and he yep. was about to go into a master's pro. So we were like, let's go. Smarter. Yeah. That is Smarter. how you do it, because marriage is a celebration of love and love is between you two not everybody else is invited to your party hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Raquel's yeah. got some words yes. and, and you well, loved it you loved that that hot air balloon 
Yeah, it was, yeah. A, and it was cool in Australia. Just, yeah, <sighs> it's kind of like skydiving light. You know, I don't know if I could skydive. I could. I I tried. I'll tell you though, like you learn a lot about weather patterns, and Uh you have to get up so early. And what's more amazing is watching the sunrise, and like (sighs) you don't even get up there till after the sun is up, but you're so tired, and you're like, "Why are we doing this? It's miserable." And then you get up, and you're like, "Oh, because I'm watching kangaroos underneath me, and because like, yeah, (gasps) it's so amazing. It is really, really cool. And again, the only time it is a little weird is like when you land, and they they give you. Why is it weird? Um. Because I didn't think about how you get down. And then all of a sudden they give you like a crash, like a training course, like a crash course on like uh-huh. how to do it and what you have to, and you have to like brace yourself and you have to hold on and like squat in a position and it bounces. It's, it's like, a thud. Doom, 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 oh. doom. Yeah. And so it was, it was weird and I wasn't expecting that. And it is a little bit more impact than I was prepared yeah. for. And so, yeah, it's. Yep. So it sprinkles, just... hot air balloon, bounce house, we can make it happen. Yeah, and you listeners happen. can make it happen, you too. You can make it Even happen, Even though the too. bucket thing is not happening anymore. No, but just put Do it on your vision board. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add that to my vision board, actually, because I don't have it in my vision board. I'm just going to add what, it. What's your vision board look like? My vision board has... So I actually took a crash course on how to properly build a vision board where and you, mean you don't just do it based off pinterest <laughs> <laughs> i know no actually there's no rules to vision boards just put it in a fucking sorry in a board <laughs> i'm such a cusser put it on a board look at it every day and manifest it to the universe um no but this one like they have like a grid and they divided by like family success mm. career creativity oh, the illuminati one Maybe. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Um, Danielle, Danielle, she's the one that gave this class, and I'll, I'll do a shout out of her Instagram if it, if, if the internet permits me. But um, basically, each, each theme has a color scheme because that's the color that, that manifests that for like for money is like purples and I think it was purples and greens or blues. No, purples and blues because the colors of royalty. And then oh. for like. Um, for how you want people to perceive you is like oranges. And then for home and stability and serenity is yellows. So you put everything in those color scheme. Well, Raquel, obviously your life, you know, at least as we're getting to know you now, has <laughs> unfolded in an undoubtedly, unequivocally, hard to deny, pretty cool way. Like yes. you, you've, you've had some amazing experiences <laughs> yes. as an artist. No denial on that. You're still pretty young, you <laughs> yes. know, so there's a lot more to come. Thank you. When okay. did this begin for you, this sort of openness to vision boards? Was it an easy thing for you or did you have to, how did you come to this place where you're kind of positive? Funny enough, <clears throat> I have never thought about I didn't know about vision boards I didn't know about manifesting I didn't but like know when anything. you're seven eight years old was this happening but yes and no because it's hard to explain I never knew about all this right right when I was seven years old let's let's go back to Raquel when she yes was we need to know old. this she would always think she would all she was a positive girl mm-hmm she would always focus on the positive. She's always been a person that focuses on solutions, not the problem. What was her environment like? Her home oh, environment. Horrible. There really? was a lot of violence at home. Yeah, we <laughs> can relate. Father, a lot of us can relate to that. My father, uh, and and I, I don't know if he cares or not of me speaking about this. I've spoken about this problem he had. In many podcasts, but I don't think he listens, even though I put it everywhere. Parents don't. They just yeah. say yeah. they do, but they usually lie no, about it. No, I don't it. think. Uh, my dad <laughs> was always violent, but don't get me wrong. 
there's levels of violence, right? So my dad preferred to destroy the entire house before yeah. putting a hand on any of us. But it's a good option. Except my older brother. He oh. always... How many brothers did yeah. you have? Two older brothers. Names. One of them was <laughs> names. Yeah. Paul and Michael. Uh-huh. They both have English names. They're white, and I'm the only brown one, and I have a Spanish name. <laughs> what, you're in, a, you're in a mixed situation? Yeah, with, my dad like, is Europeans? American. My dad is American, and oh, my mom is- Oh, that explains a lot. Well, my dad is- Anger my issues. My dad is a half. Half um, what? Half Mexican, half American. He's the one that brought the American into us. Oh. And then my mom is full Mexican. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, I think I, I've always said this. I've said it to my father, and he's still he's a doctor, so doctors don't believe in any psychological issues. Oh, they got egos. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've told him, I, I'm pretty sure you have everything, uh, all the symptoms of a bipolar depression. Like, I'm pretty sure you're bipolar. Mm. I'm 100%. Wouldn't you give it a try to see if it is the case and then get medicated because it's a chemical imbalance. It's not something that, you know, and aside from all the traumas that you lived, because he had a rough life himself. He had a really tough life. So um, so Raquel, seven years old, she would see a lot of violence at home, but didn't experience it myself. So it was a thing where I had this debate in my head where I was like, well, my life is not that bad because I'm not being hit. Like, I'm not I'm not being, you know, yeah. treated like shit. Nobody's calling me names. Nobody's saying I'm not worth it. But I was surrounded by constant physical violence at home. So I was really confused all the time. I can relate. So <laughs> yeah. many people can relate. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up with my grandfather telling my grandmother to drop dead. Oh, my God. You know, like wow. they would have yeah. these horrendous fights, but there was so much love. Right. Time for dinner. You know, right. it it's such no a bizarre, di- you know. But it, it's so what you, can... you suffer with a bipolar parent. Yeah. That's, and, and I just realized that because there's so much information yeah. with that now. And I'm like, oh, it don't make sense now. Yeah. Oh, that's why. And you survived. And I, of course I did. We're Mexican. We're supposed to not have any issues mentally. <laughs> I just I just heard a thing. I, I, I heard a thing on the radio. This guy was giving this talk about like self-empowerment. And he was like, ha, oh, where's all the European Americans? Where's all the African Americans? Where's all the Mexican Americans? And like two people raised their hand. And the guy goes, oh, where's all the Mexican Americans? The guy goes, they're working. Oh, <laughs> they are working. It's true. I mean, that's total compliment. It's all work. Hard working. Yeah. yeah, for now, sure. Raquel, your first language is Spanish. Is Spanish, yes. Where did you grow up? Okay, so I grew up in TJ. Wow. Okay. Oh, it, wow. But I was born in San Diego like many of us TJ people. <laughs> <laughs> Just a shout out to Ice today uh, that she was Ice. actually born in the States. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, it's very common. Uh, there's a lot of uh, U.S. citizens that live in TJ. But of course, they're not going to have their children in TJ because they want the children to have the benefit of the citizenship. Uh, my Same dad, with ha- my, half of China too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true, of, yeah, but yeah. they're not across the you know well, anyway the hallway. But whatever <laughs> the hallway. <laughs> um, uh, and my grandfather would never permit any of us not being born in the U.S. because he 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 he's an American. He mm. you know uh, uh, this is your dad's dad. Dad's dad, yeah. Uh, U.S. Navy served the U.S. Navy. He ah. was actually in Pearl Harbor. He was in the oh, war, wow. Pearl Harbor? He was in Pearl Harbor Whoa. when they got attacked by the Japanese. And he was actually in a, he was in the wrong boat. Not his, you know how they're assigned to a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ship, uh, right? Yeah. They're assigned to a ship. And he went to the ship next door to, I don't know, some. he had to get something from uh, some, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, like a supply thing? Like a, yeah. No, like a general something. Like he had to do a 
an errand. Right. And a mission. A mission. <laughs> no, I think it was more like an errand. Like he had to go get something, right? And boom, the first bomb, right? So he actually acted, you know, started firing and and not his ship, like in a different ship. Just, oh, wow. And then obviously because that's what you do, you do battle yeah. stations. Yeah. Go. And uh, and then Hold on, wait for me to get to my other ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. yeah time out. But the stories like uh, of course I only get all these stories. It's uh, my story is so crazy because okay. So I grew up in TJ, right? Yeah. I only grew up knowing Spanish. By this time, my grandfather's still alive, but I can't talk to him because he didn't know any Spanish. Wow. And I don't know any English. The only one that would talk to my grandfather was my brother because he was the only one that spoke English. The, mm-hmm. the eldest one? The eldest one, okay. yeah. And and uh, cut to my, fa- my grandfather passed away. It was heartbreaking. Cut to seven years later, I learned English. And when I was able to have my first stable English conversation, no beep bops or whatever, I remember thinking, I wish my grandpa was alive so I could have a conversation with him. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I never had, I never get to talk to him. So all these stories I know from my uncles, from mm-hmm. my dad, whatever my brother remembers talking to, because my, my brother is such a crazy, you know, he's, he's, he has a thirst for knowledge. Like yeah. he wants to know everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of does. Anyways, um, so he tells me stories that he would have, like conversations he would have with my grandfather. So um, how did I end up here? Point is, <laughs> he wouldn't let any of us, you know, be born in the in Mexico. He mm-hmm. he's like, no, they all have to be born. They all have to be U.S. citizens. Um, but it's very common though in TJ for a lot of people to be born in the in San Diego, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. cross the border, have your your B what is it B Y O B G Y O N or what do you call it? Oh O B G Y O O B G Y O N treatment in yeah. you know in the in San Diego, but live in TJ because it's cheaper. It's whatever. Yeah. Um. Very common. Yeah. By thirteen, my parents are like, "Well, you need to learn English," and I was like, oh, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> so I I graduate or twelve. Because I finished middle uh, elementary school, and for middle and high, they put me in the States. They brought me back to Chula oh, Vista. Wow. And we were all supposed to move. <laughs> and my parents like, nah. <laughs> so, <Okay>. I was, <laughs> so I was with my aunt and uncle for a long time. <laughs> you moved in with your aunt and uncle in sort San Diego. Sort of, because I was there. It, I mean, it's only 20 minutes away. So yeah, I was, down I the would, street. I would be. Yeah, yeah. Across the hallway. Yeah, yeah, across yeah. the hallway. <laughs> That's actually true, yeah. That's like... <laughs> Other side of town, basically. So Monday yeah. through Friday, I would be with my aunt and uncle, and then weekends, I would be back home. So wow. it was it was pretty interesting dynamic, and then I, I got over it, and then I was like, Mom, I can't live with them. They're too strict, and we have to be in bed by 8. When I grew up being in bed by 11, <laughs> and my mom's like, okay, I guess I'll cross you. So she, kudos and props to my mom, who crossed that border after 9-11, which wow. got worse. Oh, yeah. Twice a day to take me to school. This is a sacrifice. This is her giving at least four years of her life to just driving me to school. That's wow. why I love my mom. Mom, I you love drove you. from from Tijuana. Well, to- I, I, I'm fascinated with Tijuana because I looked at stuff on Craigslist years ago, and I'm like, I'm going. It's- <laughs> I mean, there's this, there's this, there's there is this stigma like it's a super dangerous border town, but I'm not, I don't what's think it's true about that? Anymore. I, that's what I thought. It was for a while between 2005 and 2009. It was bad. I wouldn't even let my American friends go. 
Yeah. Even with me, I was like, nah, let's just stay here. <laughs> were you studying acting and were you getting nothing geared up for this all. showbiz life? Nothing at all. I was a biochem major. Oh, wow. <laughs> like dad. Right. Like dad. Okay. So. And uh, actually because of him, because my only strong uh, subject is math. And he's like, you're not going to be a mathematician. You're going to be a loser if you're a mathematician. So he, uh, he, he, he told me to, you know, pick between chemistry, biology or physics, and he's like, I'm pretty sure you're going to love physics because you love math. I hated physics. Oh, interesting. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and then I was like, uh, no, I actually love chemistry, and I love bi- uh, biology. And he's like, well, there's a huge industry here in San Diego for biotechnology, so yeah. just do biochem. And I'm like, okay. And I loved it. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Um, and but, but being a Mexican family who never – don't get me wrong. My dad has a degree in medicine. And a degree in chemistry, but he's not an ambitious person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like many high Q people, they're so high Q that they're comfortable. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. And they're lazy and they don't have an ambition. They don't need to, they, they feel like they know so much that they don't need to chase the dollar because mm-hmm. they can always just turn around and do whatever and they'll get the money. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what he does. <laughs> Um, he never actually practiced medicine. He always loved the research part of it. And he's always been in the research part of the industry. Um, so, but he never worked constantly. He didn't build an empire. Yeah. So there was no money for college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was no money for college. Were you the first in your family to go to college? Uh, no. My brother in the middle was the first one. Mm -hmm. My older brother, he didn't need it. He's a self-taught IT software engineer, oh, yeah, a lot of those genius, guys. and he is ambitious. He yeah. uh, he has his little empire, um, <laughs> and um, and he did never needed school. Yeah, he's a freaking genius. Yeah, like he's a genius. And then the one in the middle, uh, he's also you know what? Believe it or not, he's so freaking smart, but he's really lazy, <laughs> really lazy. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, with your brain, with your talent you could be so far ahead in life but he's lazy hmm. he's lazy just like dad do you tell him that oh all the time he holiday hates me. christmas comes around and he's like you're lazy bro. we don't get along we don't talk oh interesting because mm-hmm. okay. i tell him the truth i'm afraid of it i tell i i always tell him and it comes from a place of love because i care for you but he doesn't get it he's like fuck you raquel you think you're perfect i'm like actually no i think both of you are smarter than me and you could be doing a lot more but you're not. I'm the one that's chasing everything. I'm the one that has like the ambition and like yeah, chasing the, the dollar and yeah. the drive and everything. And if I had your brains, um, my the one in the middle, he's so good in business. Like he has such a business brain. He could be making so much money in business. He's lazy. Well, they're not on Y-Tune Shuffle, that's and that's one of the main reasons. And the chase for you, you're a chaser. It started. I'm a chaser. So, okay, long story short, because I go everywhere. That's what we like. Um, I was trying to get money for school. I was already married because I fell in love and I got married. That's what, that's what happened. I don't know. And you're still married. I'm still married almost, to the same man. Almost 10 years. <laughs> almost 10 years. Wicked. We, did, we didn't get pregnant. Seriously, guys, we were just in love. We were perfect for each other. We found each other. No regrets. And you still have fun. I, I'm still... I, we can cuss here, right? Can yeah. we speak dirty? Yeah. I'm still fucking the same dick, and I'm happy. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, that's great. No yeah. I, I'm sure the dick is happy, too. Yeah. He's happy. Um, so so the jo- you were trying to get some money. Oh, yes. And you got so discovered. I was working full-time and going to school full-time. This is tough, Working guys. where? 
I was working with a cosmetic surgeon. Okay. Um, just regular administrative work. And you needed more money. And I needed more money for to transfer to a four year college. And um, but I was, I think I only had like two hours free in a week for myself. What are you gonna do? <laughs> well, I wanted a party. I was still young. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't party because I was working and going to school, and I was taking classes between like in my lunch hour. It was crazy. I don't know how I did it. I think about it right now. I'm like, how did I have the energy? <laughs> but I was doing it right, and no money for school, and um. One of my coworkers said, well, you used to model. Why don't you just go back to modeling and pay off your school like that? I'm like, because I didn't grow any taller. Like, I stopped growing. <laughs> I'm 5'6". I can't model. You were talking yourself out of it. Well, the thing is that back then, it was tougher. Okay. Like, if you're not 5'9", you're it. You can't do shit. Okay. So she's like, no, girl. Go for, like, Sports Illustrated Hooters. Go for a Playboy. And I'm like, what? Playboy? Girl, I'm married. What are you talking about? <laughs> but it did cross my mind. I was like, oh, that would solve my money problems. <laughs> and uh, no, it just took me to a higher bracket, tax bracket, and I have more money problems. But anyways. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So, you- so I told my husband, because I thought it was funny that she said that. Yeah. And my husband's like, for sure. That's going to take you to college. Do it. Take your clothes <gasps> off. <laughs> uh, he and he would it. know. He would know. I know. Yeah, right? of anybody he would I know. I was like, fuck you. Your vagina's not the one that's going to be out there. Whatever. So he's like, no, really. Because really. honestly, the only people that have seen my intellectual side are my parents and my husband. And he he's like, you have a brain that if you if tomorrow you lose your face... You're not going to struggle in life because you, you 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 have a brain that has potential. Right, right. And I'm like, thank you, honey, but it's not good for money. Just <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's what happened. I posed for Playboy. I didn't think I was going to get picked. I actually submitted my pictures online, so I didn't even think they were going to look at them. Um. I I have everything's natural. I have no boobs. I was like, they're not going to look at me. They need boobs for Playboy, but I have a butt, right? So um. No, they called me. They tested me, and I became a playmate instantly. But they didn't publish me until like probably like five months after I shot my centerfold, and from there everything just kept coming and coming and this is something this is why i go back to manifesting in the universe when i was seven i never thought i was going to be a performer i loved performing you can ask my parents i would always put up a show <laughs> yeah mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm, living room for mm-hmm. them all the time all mm-hmm. the time i i love performing but i never thought of being a performer because i didn't know that my whole family is a family of intellectuals i thought oh, the only thing you do is you go to school you become you're smart and you make money off of your brains that's what you do yeah but I always loved performing. There was always a side of me that loved performing, that loved entertaining, that loved when people smile, were entertained, were, were taken out of their reality. And um, and that's what happened. I become a playmate that opens doors to acting, that's that amazing. opens doors to hosting. That, that, it's like Marilyn Monroe. And she, here she, I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, and, and, and so the Playboy thing is, is, is just the launching pad, and it's not somewhere we really want to get stuck. But what month? I was Miss April 2012. What page? She said centerfold. Oh, centerfold. It's a centerfold. Just just go like this. It'll open right up. Wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. Wow. Okay. Now we got it. Now we got it. And then become Playmate of the Year 2013. Of the Year. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. First Mexican-American Playmate of the Year in the 60 years of Playboy. 
How crazy is that? That's, That's wonderful. Amazing. That's Even wonderful. right now when I said it, I still don't believe it. There's only one of you. That I'm a stepping stone. There will only stone. be one of you yeah. in I'm this world stone. ever. Yeah. That's a pretty cool Girls thing. There's like an amazing step on through me. line in the music that you picked today. I'm going to oh, point gosh. it out once yes. we get through all five of us. Psyched to hear. Um, that has a lot to do with what you just talked about. So that being said, Raquel, <laughs> this is your song number one. Come and get your love. How? What? Your age. Uh, Where did you hear this? How? Well. When? Why? What? Funny enough, I've actually listened to the song when I was little because we my my dad was such a road tripper. See, this is what I'm saying. Like I had like the best childhood because there was so much love and so much fun, but then he was also violent. But he would take us everywhere. He would party. He would everything. He was very present. Um, Road trips. I would listen. I would listen to it there. Cut to last year. I hadn't listened to the song for a long time. And uh, my husband joins the Navy. I'm going to cry. Sorry, guys. My Do husband it. joins the Navy. And last year? Last year. He wow. joins the Navy. And I'm like, you motherfucker. You want to leave me? <laughs> We've been married for so long. He's like, I can leave you. It's fine. You're not going to leave me. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> he joins the Navy. And uh, I get really involved with this um, with this whole military community, which is such a whole different world the military community and uh tiktok how you guys heard of tiktok uh-huh. they use this song a lot and uh uh in the there's a video in the military there's a lot of people in the military who use tiktok and they use that's a social media app for people social that media know. app and uh, that you can use music and you're yeah. fine you're not gonna get sued. they're like it's kind of like vine it's like a seven second they're really short videos like 15 oh, okay. seconds 15 yeah, yeah, seconds yeah, yeah. and my husband sends me this video of the, these military men with this song, and it just brought so much joy. Brought it together. Aww. Because it connected my past with my present. And if you listen to the lyrics, I'm, I'm such a, I'm huge on lyrics. Huge on lyrics. I'm like, I'm such a lover. This is the perfect song for me. Just come and get your love. That's all I got to give you. That's all you need from me. Come and get your love. But... It, every time I listen to it, it just reminds me of how much I missed my husband when he was training and how I have to appreciate him each time I have him with him with I have him with me mm-hmm. um, and how love can just overcome any adversity. You know, That's so cool mm-hmm. guys. I've been having anger management for the past year. Have you really? Uh, bad little, little anger hereditary. management. You're making me cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that I might suffer from. Have you checked eventually. out the, bipo- the bipolar for yourself? I am. I, I have therapy. I'm going to therapy right yeah. now, but so far I'm okay. Good, good, <laughs> but good. but it could come to me, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do suffer most of the things. My dad suffers anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but recently, this has been recent, and uh, it's about I, that time. I know, yeah, like in your in your, your 30s, early 30s, yeah. you start. So, um, lots of anger. This song is my therapy. Nice. The moment I start feeling angry, I play it. It goes away instantly. It's my fuel. Mm -hmm. It's my inspiration. It's my rock. And it brings, and, and it brings my dad home. It brings childhood home. It brings home home. That's beautiful. And I send it to my dad and my dad was like, honey, you know you're at the right you're in the right path 
like, I love you, Dad. This is such an important song. What's yes. the nugget on this? We have these these nuggets that Maggie finds on the this songs. This is actually you started with the most important one. So, oh. um, well, it's from a group called Redbone, and they're actually a Native American band from California, which makes it even bigger. Did you know that? Yeah. Did, did you know that? I did not know Neither that. Neither did I. Neither did I. I did not know yeah, that. Amazing. What they would used to do when they would play this song um, live is they would wear their traditional Native American garb, and uh-huh. then they would chant and do their Native American dances before they would perform. And it goes down to love is love mm-hmm. is it. Love is love is the highest power in this world. I don't care about religion. I don't care about anything. Love is the universe. Love conquers Amazing. everything. Amazing. Love that. Come Perfect. and get your love. Damn. But That's I'm a such cool a lover. Start. We're going we're we're gonna to cool follow start. that up. <laughs> All right, Raquel, this is your song number two. We'll each other in the dark. What's the name of the song? It's uh, it's Tiesto, but it's the South uh, Dirty South remix. I forgot to mention that <laughs> when I sent it to you it's earlier. Good, it's good. <laughs> TSL Dirty Mix. It's Tiesto, Tiesto. is the Tiesto, Tiesto uh, featuring uh, Chris. What's his name? Chris. Uh... Well, it's the Dirty remix. Oh wait, no, I don't want to play this. Did I play this? <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris Burns. Uh, okay. But but Dirty South made a remix of the original Tiesto one. And this is it. And this is the one that brings me all the memories. <laughs> tell, the memories us, tell us everything. Okay. So this, this, the story behind this song is that um, I was like every dumb teenager girl <laughs> in this world in a very toxic relationship. My very first relationship. My very first everything. Right? No regrets because thanks to that, I'm the woman I am today. But um, horrible. Break up with him. Finally, but like a real breakup because we broke up like three times before. <laughs> yeah, that's how those things. And go. we were together for like four, four and a half years. It's high school, high school lover. High school lover, yeah. Um, and oh, so bad, so bad. And I, I felt like shit. I felt like I was worthless. I felt like I was nothing in the world. Uh, I break up with him. Uh, worst breakup ever. I mean, I think it's the only breakup I've had. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not so bad. So yeah, but my older brother, my older brother, and I have always been very close, very oh, close. Nice. And when I broke up with him, I was devastated. I was already twenty. I think I was already twenty-one. So my brother's like, "We're gonna party." we're going to get you out of this zone. He took care of me, my brother. I love him. And I was like, okay, let's party. We literally, and I was working so and living at home, so I had money. (laughs) So literally- I remember those days. Right? (laughs) Um, So basically, we would party. No, so I quit my job because I I, I hated my job. I hated my relationship. I hated everything. I quit everything. And my my parents were like, you need to take a break from life. And, And it was summer. So I wasn't in school. I didn't even took a semester in college that summer. I was like, I'm just going to take a break. And But I had money. Saved up. Literally, my brother and I partied Monday through Sunday. Wow. And in that time, not only I discovered, you know, my power as a woman, uh-huh. because you forget when you have a relationship that's so possessive, uh-huh. you forget how much power you have as a woman. Mm-hmm. You you think you're shit. You think you can't do anything. You think you can get nothing. It's all the free drinks that I got, all the attention that I got. Like, I didn't know that. Because all I knew was you are my possession and you do what I say. 
that's all I knew. And you're dumb. You're young. You're dumb. Whatever. If I I have if I have girls, my twin girls, mm-hmm. they're gonna be fucking powerful, and they're not gonna submit to anyone. No woman, no man, because they could they could like sure. women. <laughs> sure, sure. But they're not gonna submit to anyone but themselves. Anyways, um. Long story short, because I can talk for long, <laughs> I, I meet this guy on the internet. Think I would never do. Like I would never meet a stranger over the internet. <laughs> it was the best fun, like three week relationship I had. He was so much fun. We're listening to this song. We get wasted. We, I, m- one of my first one night stands. <laughs> What are your first? <laughs> well, because after that, yeah. there was more. I was like, oh, my God, this can happen? <laughs> it's this simple? <laughs> well, for some people. I, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, I open, I'm open to, I discover my sexuality. I discover, I mean, I, I, I'd known my sexuality, but I didn't know, again, the power I had as a woman. The power of me saying, I like it, but I don't want to stay with you. You don't own me. Like, I, I can move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, discovering myself. And I remember when he he played this song to me um, in the car. And I thought it was so good. And But it, the whole time he was being romantic, he was thinking about us. But <laughs> it's, to me, I was like, I'm meeting myself in the dark. I met myself in the dark. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And wow. I will never be alone because I'm with myself wow. anywhere. Yeah. So, because this whole thing happened because I was in the dark. I, I am... wish for our listeners right now, your smile is so electrifying. <laughs> it's gigantic. Like, your entire face you, is like, I am so powerful. That summer, and I, and it wasn't something that I wanted to manifest. I, it wasn't something that I wanted to tell the world, I'm powerful, I'm a woman, and I know what I have. And no, no, it was something that I knew, I got it, it was for me, it was my own gift, and I roll with it. And well, also, Instagram wasn't a thing yet, so... But Facebook sort of I'm was. Just yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm slow. <laughs> it really happened. The Instagram was yeah. not a thing yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, I am a comedian, but you know, <laughs> I'm also gullible. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Uh, anyway, so um, it, every time I. It, cut to like two three years after i knew my husband i was such a complete person it wasn't even about being a complete woman i was a complete person and i always say that i don't believe in putting the sex against each other and being a complete woman and being it's about being a complete person because i feel that both women and men have insecurities all the time Mm -hmm. and we all suffer the same thing we all have like same chemical imbalances it's not about being an empowered woman it's being an empowered person it's being an empowered individual that once is whole you can give to the rest of the world Mm -hmm. and that song represents that for me because that weekend i that weekend that summer i became a full person yeah i let go of that person that sucked the life off of me (laughs) sucked everything off of me and i rebuilt it with new blocks more firm than ever and I think thanks to that, to you know, to that horrible relationship and to that amazing summer that I just let go. Mm-hmm. I I did everything and anything I could possibly do, and I didn't say no to anything. Maybe drugs, because I was still skeptical about that. Yeah. Being a scientist, <laughs> I knew the chemistry behind that, but I did everything, and it made me whole. Do you find as you continue to grow and become? a newer, better version of yourself that sometimes you do need to just like take a break from life and kind of like replenish that. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like that's you. We should do that every year. 
Mm-hmm. There, uh, new I, vision board, new you. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. How I do it is I do spring cleaning every year. Mm-hmm. I probably do it twice a year. Like physical spring cleaning, both or intellectual, psychological, intellectual, physical, and um, and uh, emotional. Um, sometimes we have people in our lives that drain us, and mm-hmm. we don't realize it until we step back and we see it from the outside, mm-hmm. and we're like, "You're not a good person in my life." I'm, I'm not gonna just shut you out of it, but I'm gonna try and keep you. On the edge mm-hmm. well, or if it's necessary i'll shut you out of it <laughs> what this tune story it reminds me is that you know something i heard in, in my journey of sort of enlightenment and, and peace and hope and blah 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 is that nothing is really good or bad it's how we are going to deal with it and yeah. even though this was the worst breakup ever mm-hmm. look at look at the the silver uh, lining you know if the I, phoenix rising it's a perfect example if i didn't have that if i didn't have that relationship i don't think i would be the woman i am today yeah, I don't certainly think. not the woman that makes your partnership with your husband now as wonderful. I don't think it's even that. Yeah. I don't think it's even that. I think I think I learned what I have. What makes our partnership works is the person I was when I went into the relationship, but not necessarily not repeating the same mistakes in my last relationship. It was more of it was more of finding myself being complete, fulfilling me. Yeah. To be able to give. You can't love someone else until you love yourself. Or or you can't ask a person to give you what you need if you don't know what you need. God, ain't that the truth. Yes. <laughs> so so how could I expect another a, a person, a man in my case, because I'm, I'm hetero, a man to give me what I need if I myself didn't know what the fuck what I wanted. See, and, and, and that's vital. And it's so cool. I got triggered by music. You know, yeah. part of that was just like that song, like like yeah. how music definitely is that kind of like non-negotiable. Yes. It's like it's going to happen or it's not going to happen. You can't really debate it. It's in, And it's a miracle when it hits you and you, right? and you blow up. And yeah. I, I like all from country to like this, right? That yeah. music connection. And I don't have a favorite genre. It's it does it connect with me or not? It's like music is like those paddles you put on someone giving a heart mm-hmm. attack. Ba pow! You know, that, if you like get that. it, you can get it. Yeah, it's, that's that's how the yep. Y tunes and the shuffle happens for sure. <laughs> Beautiful story. Beautiful well, let's story. Let's hear song number three, shall Woo. we? Number three. Everywhere. Where are we going here? Well, tell me who is this and what's the name of the song? Wissing Yandel and the song the name of the song is called Abusadora. Uh-huh. And uh, this is reggaeton, obviously. This is in Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, obviously, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true, right? Yeah. If you don't know Spanish, you wouldn't know yeah. what it is. Uh, especially because they're like... <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know the lyrics of the you know, the verses. I only know the chorus. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this is one of the few songs that trigger things in my skin without me actually caring for the lyrics because this is the song with who i met my husband what 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 do you mean this is the song that was like everywhere every club everywhere playing night and day all right well where did you meet him uh, T. Uh, Wait, actually, all, what's his name? What's your husband's name? Alejandro. Alejandro. Oh, Alejandro. Do you guys speak Spanish together? Yes. Oh, wow. That's all we speak. In, at home, that's what you speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, cool. Although now that he he's you know more exposed to English, it, he actually learned English the first year we got married. Um, he had no choice <laughs> because he started working in the U.S. Um, a year after we got married because he had his paper. He 
wasn't planning on getting his papers. We honestly we got married because we were in love, um, and I needed to declare myself independent, independent from my dad on the taxes, so I could get help from the government for school. But that's another thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we eloped. Um, no, but we were so much in love, and um, he wasn't planning on. You know, he didn't even think about the benefit of getting papers. He's Mexican, and uh, but uh, I can't say this in public. But there was a person. There's a person in my life who I, I can't have any illegal things uh, because it'll affect his you know Mm -hmm. his career directly because he's family we're family so he's like uh you need to straighten up his his status here in the u.s and i'm like okay whatever uh so we you know we submitted all the papers for his green card and everything and um so he he started he's like well since i already have my green card might as well just start working here whatever he had he had when we got married he just had just graduated from uh university in mexico so he he was done yeah, I was the one that was still chasing the dream of getting a degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he could do whatever he wanted. Um, and um, so he learned English, but he wasn't as fluent until he joined the military. Oh. That's when he had to like huh. really pick it up. Just this past year. Yeah, because oh, wow. in every job that he's been, he's been hired because of his bilingual mm-hmm. traits. Of course. So he's always had to use Spanish. Yep. Mm-hmm. He hasn't, he really hasn't. Mm-hmm. had to use english when he joined the military now he tries to like now he's like what's that word in spanish i'm like fuck you because every time i would ask you that he'd be like oh la gringa la gringa and i'm like no i know more spanish and proper spanish than you <laughs> but being bilingual it fucks with yeah. your brain like you forget like it and dyslexic it's like horrible anyway so um yeah so we speak Spanish at home, yeah. but um, he's Mexican, and we met at the gym through a mutual friend. Long, long story short, he knew who I was. Oh. I didn't know who he was. Because, oh, and you hadn't posed yet. You hadn't done that yet. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was but no one. But he knew you. he knew you. Because I was best friend for a year, for a year, of his sister and my now sister-in-law. Wow. Funny enough, because we're not close anymore, <laughs> but back then we were close because our mutual boyfriends, that relationship that I had. Sure. Two years before I met my husband, she and I were really good friends because of our boyfriends were best friends. Oh. Crazy. I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we both break up with them because they both cheated on us, and we party a lot together. Cool. That summer. In that summer, yeah, that amazing. I don't meet him until the next year. Never ran into him. During that time, and they lived in the same house, but he had a really weird schedule. Um... Never met him, never bumped into him, nothing. She even told me, my brother wants to meet you, but like, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, whatever. We're partying. Because yeah. I was done with men. Like, I was like, I'm going to dedicate. I'm busy. I'm yeah. busy. <laughs> Having one night stands and being liberated sexually and whatever, discovering myself. Amen. <laughs> yes. Um, so um, we, she went into college. So, because she's younger, she's three years younger than me. So she, we went into college and she, she she went into college sorry, and she got focus so we didn't party anymore and um and we went our separate ways but we we we, we knew yeah, who, who of still, course, we, yeah. the bond was there cut to me meeting my husband and he's like i know who you are and i'm like well, i'm a stalker and you're at the gym yeah, <laughs> and yeah, i'm yeah. at the gym no makeup red cheeks cuz i had just finished cardio <laughs> and he always wanted to meet me that's the thing because he's seen pictures of me. Apparently, I looked good back then. I don't think so, but I did, supposedly. Um, <laughs> I think Playboy kind of refined me into the woman I am. <laughs> um, and uh, we met at the gym, and literally everything with him was so fast. But but that's because I was ready. I was yeah. already in a state where if I didn't have a man, I was happy. If I had a man, I was happy. I didn't care. 
Uh-huh. Um, and I was ready for him because he was the man I needed. Or the man for me, not that I needed, the one for me because he, he was open-minded. He's not possessive. He's super secure, like confident. Like he didn't need a woman. He wanted one, but he didn't need one. Yeah. Like we're so independent, but dependent of each other. Yeah. So we're independent of each other, but but we like each other. <laughs> That's so vital. The need versus want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's so huge. Exactly. Yeah. Huge. So yeah. uh, we met, let's say, uh, I think it was like on a Wednesday. <laughs> we. <laughs> At about 2.30 in the afternoon, see? No, it was actually really early. It was like at 7 a.m. I was like, fuck, I kind of wake up. My eyes like puffy and you're so hot. <laughs> I actually really liked him from the moment I saw him. And uh, But let's say like, let's say we met on a Monday and we went out on a Saturday and he said, well, it's a it's a birthday of a, a buddy of mine. It's, it's his birthday party. Would you want to come out? By then, I already knew he had a girlfriend. I'm like, but you have a girlfriend. Oh, no, no, we're going as a group, like a f- like friends. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I'll go. Is your girlfriend coming? Because I, I, I didn't want to be that girl, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, she she has stuff to do, whatever. And I'm like, you sure she has stuff to do? Or you just didn't invite her? Because I've always been that blunt. He's like, no, for real, like she can't make it. And I'm like, okay, do I know any of these other people? Because where we lived in TJ... I was back in TJ by then. Where we lived in TJ, um, it, it was such small community that you know everyone. Yeah, sure. And I did go to elementary school with all those people. Yeah. So I know everyone. Yeah. And uh, yeah, sure enough, I knew like three people from that group. And I'm like, oh, cool. I know. I know so-and-so. I know. Okay, let's go. A long story short, <laughs> we're like wasted. And I- fun birthday. <laughs> yeah, wasted. And like we ended up making out. I feel so bad. Oopsies. I feel so bad. And I was, and then the next day he's like, I need to know if you're serious. Like he came up to me. I need to know if you're serious because if you're, I I need to break up with my girlfriend because I really like you. And I'm like, wait, hold up. You're asking me if I'm serious. You're the one that's making out with me having a girlfriend. Are you fucking serious? And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't come with this bullshit. As a matter of fact, don't call me until you're broken up. And sure enough, he broke up with his girlfriend and called me. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow. He was serious. He was serious. He was very serious. And I wasn't as serious, but I was excited. Do you want to know something? Uh-huh. That's almost the exact same story of my grandmother and grandfather. That's almost the exact, because my grandfather was ready to, he was on his way. It was before World War II. I, my grandfathers uh-huh. were in World War II. Uh-huh. Um, that's crazy. And, yeah. And, yeah. When I heard that story, it's like, wow. And, and there, you know, that's a different generation. Yeah. But it was like, when that happens, But it's when like, you're ready, you're ready. And something happens. So, it's yeah. like, something happens. Yeah. So he broke up yeah. with his girlfriend. Yeah. And then, and then call me and he's like, I broke up with my girlfriend. You want to go out tonight? And I'm like, that's kind of weird. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I, I was, I was, I was, I loved him. Um, but, but see, this is the thing. When you're whole as a woman, you're not clingy. Mm-hmm. I was able to tell him and didn't even face me to tell him, no, break up your your girlfriend and call me when you're done. Didn't call him, didn't nothing. Wow. Mm, your terms. Yeah. Ten years later. I was done. <laughs> yeah. Ten years I was later, done. We're, we're I went back to doing homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and because it was spring, so we were still in the spring semester, and uh, didn't even think twice or anything. Yeah. I I did feel bad because I made out with him, and he had a girlfriend. I was like, "Fuck, you don't do that. That's, that's girl code. You don't do that." Oh, that's people. Like, you, that's, yeah. you said that's people code. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah just don't do that. And yeah. I felt so bad. To this day, I'm like, uh, I, she kind of. They were dating for like a month. 
Oh. So my, even my sister-in-law, she's like, don't feel bad. She was a bitch anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and they were only dating for a month, so whatever. It was so new. And he would have dated you back in, like, fucking 2007 if he would have had the chance because he wanted you since 2007. Mm. I'm like, whoa, damn, he's a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. No, he, he isn't. But uh, so, yeah, so this is the song that... and and. We hit it off. Like, when we started dating, we hit it off. And uh, TMI, I've, I've always been a very sexual person. And he, abusadora means abuser. Mm-hmm. A feminine, in, in feminine, so it's abuser She's, female. Oh, yeah. And he would be like, you're such an abuser. This is your song. So every time I listen to it, it brings me back to the days we met. It brings me back to those one. It was a f- really good summer. Yeah. And it was summer love that ended up eternal love. Yeah. Oh, so romantic. <laughs> It's a jamming song. It's like it caught, I never heard it before, but it caught me. There it's you like, go. How, how, how do you not start jumping? All right. I'm going to disclaimer your song number four. I am so glad you picked it because it is one of my favorite songs to hear when I'm out dancing. And uh, I could. I don't be, remember this song. No, because I don't know Spanish that well. I could uh, never find it. And you picked it, and I was like, oh, I know oh, which one. Oh, she picked it. Here we yes. go. Here we go. Yes. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Right, here we go. Song number four. to any wedding ever it's like <laughs> this is the song that will get every person on the so floor so what's not to love of this song alright can you tell me the, it's Don Omar Don Omar Danza Cuduro and this actually oh. has both Spanish and Portuguese oh okay oh, it has both see, Spanish I and wish Portuguese my wife is Brazilian oh there you go yeah, she, would, she would translate she would the Portuguese she would totally be down yeah. on this yeah, she's over at Whole Foods right now I wish you she was here you need to send it to her she'll listen and she'll start she, dancing at Whole Foods she, yeah, she, she'll listen. I'm sure she would know what this is yeah. she probably, this is yeah. so popular yeah. like, okay cool everybody in the world knows this song yeah sure it she is does. Yes. yeah yeah i was on set for a short that i did called infinity and uh and it was we were filming this short when um when uh this song came out and i instantly love this song because it's so energetic it's so yeah. like you put this you start dancing yeah that's all you do yeah and uh that's to. really that's really the only reason why and this is a song, song that if i listen today and i listen 50 years from now yeah i'll be 80 oh i'm still alive okay mm-hmm. i'll still dance to it yeah. and i'll still yeah. love it yeah that's why i chose Same. this song so good it's i just so, start dancing so i just start dancing it's a keeper it's a keeper it's a keeper <laughs> did you get a nugget on it don omar um plays the role of rico santos in the fast and the furious series oh, yes wow, he does cool. yeah that's cool he's okay. played, i think he's been there since the beginning right yep yep mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the first one. Mm-hmm. and yep. they're the they're the comedic like this the punch the punchlines in the in the whole series, I feel like it's there's comedy, but they bring out the most of the comedy in yeah. the series. I love when so this happens. Good. I got I got two brand new songs on my playlist Yay. now. There's these last two are dynamite. Yay. I didn't hear nothing before. And Valeria is gonna love the second one. Yay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Cool. As soon as I clicked on this, I was like, thank God, I never find this song. <laughs> so you didn't know the name of it? No. And it never like I didn't I've never had my phone in a place where it's playing where I can so be you like, can do like Shazam, Shazam. Yeah. Yeah. names and but, names and stuff. But that... everybody knows the song, and yeah. I was saying for the uh, the whole reason why I was mentioning the short stories because my co-star, I was playing it, and he's like, "Man, I love this song," and he's he's half um, 
Middle Eastern half American. And uh, this is how you bring cultures together. Yes. With the oh, music. Yes. Yeah. With the music. Because you don't, you don't necessarily need to know that much mm -hmm. about it. If you if you connect with it and you hear it over and over again. I bet you anything. You play this song at DMV, everybody gets happy oh, yeah. instantly. Bet, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and on the, and this show, Y Tune Shuffle, we dig in and everybody gets to know more about it. All right. And you get to be enlightened. Yeah. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Muchas gracias. All right. And... Song number five. Ultimate. I got a Dalmatian that I could stick in. I can play the guitar like a motherfucking lion. Everyone is so happy. Bring the happy Raquel. Sublime, what I got. Where does it take you? Everywhere, <laughs> childhood, childhood, happiness. My older brother, uh, he was a teenager when this was out. Oh, got it. Okay. So he would play it out loud all over the house, and everybody <laughs> would let him because everybody loved the lyrics of this song. Yeah. Now back then, I didn't know English. I was like, the fuck! I just like the tune, right? Mm -hmm. dee -dee 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 -dee, but you right? knew the fucking riot part. You yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like air guitaring there. No, but um, uh. So again, same thing as the first one, uh, coming at your love. I knew it from it brings me back to childhood, it brings me back to home, it brings me back to warmth, humidity. I grew up next to the beach. Now I'm in the desert. So every time I'm in the humidity, it's like a oh, home. You know, um, <laughs> it brings me back to most people don't say that. They're like, oh, mosquitoes. <laughs> I know. Every I think I'm one of the few people who love humidity for my skin, my hair. Everything's great when I'm around in humidity. Um, except the mosquitoes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They do eat me up. Oh. Ah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but, um, again, it's one of those songs that I was, um, you know, I just put, up, um, Apple music and I just let it roll nineties music and it came up and for the first time as an English speaker, I was able to listen to the lyrics. And oh, I'm like, nice. this is me. This is my life. This is my anthem. Oh. And it's on my playlist. I listen to. Except he's like, I don't have money, but I, I'm hoping that's changed hey, quite it a happens. bit for you. Yeah. It happens yeah. at times where I'm moneyless. No, it still happens, This, this guys. is an anthem song. This is your story so, song. Where I, sometimes I wonder where all my fucking money went. The yeah. first verse. I, I've been, after Playmate, I've had months where I'm like, where's my money? Ta yeah. Tell me because about it. Because I have yeah, it. No big deal. I got a donation and I can get high. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> and no big deal. I still got my ass. I can make money. There. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Enjoy that while it lasts. <laughs> exactly. You know, for a long time, my agents were like, don't do Playboy anymore. You don't do Playboy. Separate from Playboy. But I'm like, I'm not going to look this good for the rest of my life. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want and flaunt whatever the fuck I have until I want and can because I'm not going to look this good for the rest of my life. You got a long way to go. Yeah. You got Still, a long you know? way to go. Still, you know? And I finally got an agent who is like, like she applauds and works with my Playboy background, my sexuality, my everything I believe in. And that's why that's why she's my agent right now. She's like, no, we work with it, not against it, because this is you. You naturally, instinctively go that way. You 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 yeah. love bodies. You love sex. You love. That sounds really bad, but I no, do. It's really great. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I I'm I'm. I, that doesn't mean I'm a perv, and I and I you know and I have sex all day every day. No, I, but I'm a I'm a I'm like a hippie in that way. Like mm -hmm. I believe in 
the freedom of sex and 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 your body positive body positive that's right. and yeah. that right. doesn't mean yeah. any right. any size shape form anything as long as you're confident and you're comfortable with your body you're gonna express it and it's gonna look so good on you so just do it yeah mm-hmm. and that, that's why a lot of people get insecure around like gay pride because they see it as such a different like why are you like exposing yourself in that way but and you're it's not. like it's, it's totally not it's like it's, your it's a natural yeah. natural thing with no sin involved ever in any way shape or form and it's 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 great to be able to have that freedom right? to express it and and I hope that you know with the twins you know that they'll they'll pick that up as well you know they what i'm will. saying and in a positive way i grew way. up in a very open mind household where everybody was running around naked and i told my husband can we would you be down to do that with our children he's like yeah we us my husband and i were running around naked all the time in our house and it's not even a sexual thing it's like we're comfortable so we were walking yeah. around naked and we're not even thinking about it yeah, yeah we don't I, think about it I it's just we're just naked. Yeah, I feel bad for people that are hung up around that right? stuff. Right. Really, the puritanical kind of right? turn that took. Yeah. Um, I I was helping my friend. One of my friends, she just a new new mom. Um, uh, she's not. She's like me. She doesn't give a shit. Um, and I was I was helping her babysit her kid, and I was like, oh, I'll change his diaper. Don't worry. I've had a lot of experience with babies. I babysat all my brother's babies. Yeah. And um. And I was changing his diaper like nothing. Like I was just changing his diaper. And his her husband comes out and he felt embarrassed because I was changing her kid's diaper and I could feel it. He's like, oh, no, I, I can do that. You don't have to do that. I'll do that. But I don't think it was because of the fact that I was doing an errand of changing the diaper, but it was because I was in the intimacy of his kid. And uh, I'm like, no, no, it's just a baby. And I'm just changing his fucking diaper. It's just poop. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. 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 And, like, Everybody whatever. Poops. Yeah. yeah. And I think he felt like I was in the intimacy of his baby. I'm like, no, that this is, you are, this is the problem the world has. You're making nudity a sexual thing, and it's not. It's yeah. just... Yeah, there's, nudity. There, there's, I, I could go off on, on a really dangerous tangent right now about that. But the beautiful thing is, listeners, get naked and listen to this show. Because we're naked now. Yes. You know, and, and get and new spirit. music. And, and when you're listening to new music that you love and gets to you naked, it's the best thing. <laughs> it's a natural high. It's a natural high. Well, the, what an amazing round out for your Fave Five songs, Raquel. Wonderful. I absolutely Wonderful. loved it. Thank Yay. you for sharing. Yay. It was so hard, too. But, hey, I got the you, ones you, that... Yeah, make my it skin. always works. Yeah. People have such a struggle with it, but you rarely, I you don't think we've ever had it. a bad fate. You can't go wrong. Yeah. You just can't go wrong. At this point, we're going to take a brain break and let David take over and play a game called Band Name or Bar Name. That's right. Okay. It's time again for y Shuffle's original game show called Band Name or Bar Name. Raquel, your job, along with Maggie Mayfield, our wonderful, talented host, are to listen to two names. Okay. One will be of a band, mm-hmm. and one will be the name of a club. How this game works is every week we travel around the world to some city, uh-huh. anywhere in the world, and I research all week long for about an hour, okay. uh, looking for different <laughs> names of bands and different names of clubs. Okay, and then I'm going to tell you the name of the of what might be the club and what might be the band, and okay. you have to guess which is the band name. The local band name, what's the name of the local club? Okay. Uh, this week we are in Austin, Texas. Okay. Okay. Hey, Have you been to Austin, Austin, Texas? No, but I'm dying to go. A lot of people are dying to go. <laughs> Let's pretend we're there now okay. and we're Ooh. getting ready to go out. And Humidity, I'm like, yes. Hey, hey, you guys, you want to go hear a really great band? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're you're, you're going you're gonna to love, love, love this band. It's called Rio Rita. 
Oh, my God. Rio Rita. Amazing, amazing band. And they're playing at Magna Carta. Are you oh down? Gosh. I could just as easily say, let's go to Magna Carta, or let's let's go hear Magna Carta, the band, uh-huh. because they're playing at Rio Rita. Yeah. Which is the band and which is the bar? We're in Austin, Texas. Is the band Rio Rita or is the club Rio Rita? Dang, that's hard. Is the band Magna Carta or is the club Magna Carta? I'm going to say the band is Magna Carta. Ba- oh, I was okay. going to go the other way. That's fine. We don't have to have the same. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to. Okay. okay. And the club is Rio Rita. Okay. Let's go to Central East Austin near Boggy Creek at 1203 Chicone Street, Austin, Texas, 78702, to a club called... Rio Rita. Nice. Oh, it's a cocktail bar. It's got some Brazilian influence to it. Ooh. And you just might see rising from the St. Edwards campus in South Austin, this <laughs> local live wire hip hop group fills a much needed void for a music genre that doesn't receive nearly enough love in Central Texas. That's Magna Carta's leading lady. Megs Kelly is a skilled lyricist that combines enough confidence. Speaking of women in confidence, mm-hmm. convictions to end to an ent- entrance to her audiences. Though the group was born in the 90s, they combined old-school vibes with unabashed youth to create a powerful live performance. They're from Austin, Texas. They're originals. Check out Magna Carta and check out Rio Rita next time you're there. Thank you for playing. You're a winner. We're all winners here at Oh, Band my God. I want to go now. Yeah, you got to go. Can we go? Yeah. One of these days, I want to call this play. I want to call Rio Rita and say, you're live on the air right now. Tell them. Oh. Um, but uh, now your job. I'm going to tag them. Do it. Um, your job, Raquel, is to take us to any city anywhere in the world for next week's show. And then I'm going to do the same thing with next week's guest. Okay. So, so go? I'm going to send. Uh, oh, we're, okay. Um, Mykonos, Greece. Mykonos, Greece. Yes. Okay. That's M Y C O. M Y K O N O S, right? I, I know it. I, I don't yeah, know how to spell it. Yeah, it's like that. M-Y-K-O-N-O-S. M- I'm just curious. N-O-S. Have you been there? No. You want to go? Oh, yes. Okay, listen bucket. to next week's yeah. show. Everybody and Mykonos, everyone Greece. in the whole wide world is there right now. Well, in Instagram. Well, stay tuned. <laughs> and if you want to sponsor this segment of the show, please contact us. Yeah. Show. Didn't they have some like freak storm there? Like last, like just recently. Some like weird know. tornado hurricane thing that struck through. Oh, it's a know. name I'm so yeah. familiar with. Nothing about that part of Greece. I know, right? Maybe it's not there Except anymore. Except that it's really beautiful. It's I'll a find be- out. Yeah, it's a beach. Yeah, it's a, and all the everything is white. All the uh, yeah, yeah, architecture yeah, yeah. is white. The Kardashians go there all, all the, time. the time. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go next and week. And all the influencers go there all the time <laughs> with their sugar daddy's money. Well, uh, influencer <laughs> at Y Tune Shuffle. Let's uh, let's talk about <laughs> the memory of your very first concert ever. Yeah. Very first concert ever is really easy because I haven't really gone to that many concerts. Um, I have this phobia with crowded places. Yeah, uh. <laughs> um, but back then I didn't. Uh, I just won the tickets, and I went. You know what? I regret going and not letting my mom go with my dad, because I would have been such a good date night for them, and they both love both of the bands. Oh my god! Okay. We're on the edge of our seat. What is it? Yeah, um, what is uh, this? Mana and uh, and uh, Carlos Santana. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine Santana. my parents? My parents. You won those tickets. I won those tickets, and because I want them, I was gonna go. Where did? How did you well, win that? Destiny. Uh, um, and you know how radio stations have like trucks out yeah. in the street. Uh, this was in uh, San Diego. It was a Hispanic radio station, Radio Latina. Nice. 
I don't know if they're still alive. I think they're still alive. Maybe I don't know. Uh, they were giving out tickets, and it was just a, it was just random tickets. Like they put them in a bucket, and then they took out a winning ticket, and it was mine. Wow! I my dad took me, so both my dad and I went. I was seven or eight, maybe. And who took you to the show? My dad. Oh, oh okay. Oh, so yeah. you and Pop yeah, yeah, yeah. went. Oh, that's yeah, cool. But, that's cool. But. But this is the thing. I enjoyed it a lot. Don't get me wrong. And that's when I that's when I learned how marijuana smelled. Because we walked by a booth <laughs> yeah, of marijuana. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. my dad's like, that's how marijuana smells. Don't do it. And I'm like, okay, daddy. That's all I do now. <laughs> um, Before we know how good it was for us. So, um, so basically, I in my head, I was like, well, I want the tickets. I'm going to go. And kids could go. Kids could. There was a bunch of kids there. Sure, A bunch sure. of kids. And... Uh, I, to this day, I still regret doing that and not letting my parents have, like, a nice n- date but, night. That's Aww, kind, that's but... That's sweet. Yeah, but you're oh, sad. Where was the venue? Do you remember? It was yeah. in San Diego? It was, it was in San Diego. It was at the Cricket uh, Amphitheater. Cricket Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Um, it was really fun. So it was, it was open. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we were in the grass area, because, of course, they give you tickets yeah. for the grass area. And uh, and you just sit there and then enjoy were you on the shoulders of dad like yeah, yeah. we ended up seems, sitting yeah, in the it's grass like dad and seven-year-old yeah. and, yeah, it was, and, and the thing is that i know i knew all the songs because those are the two my dad's two favorite bands ever wow well, well, like, guitarist and band manana yeah. and, and santana cool and uh my but i think my dad would have enjoyed it a lot more with my mom enough enough of that drinking beers, enough of that but don't get me wrong, I'd enjoyed it. I discovered how marijuana smelled, and it's one of the best memories in my life. And the thing is that we had to leave early because I was tired. <laughs> so that's another thing. Like, ah, uh, you, you know, know what, what I should do? What a sweet moment with your dad. That is it was. Cool. Yeah. I was such a, a daddy's girl, like huge daddy girl. Um, but what I'm gonna do is, if they ever ever get in concert again, which I doubt it because they're older bands and in Carlos and Dan, I'm gonna get my parents tickets. I'm gonna send them. Keep keep your eye. Yeah. Keep your eye Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. do that. <laughs> what about the last concert? Or the last, last concert was Ricky Martin. Nice. Whoa. No, Pitbull. Oh, Pitbull yeah. uh, in Vegas. Oh, it's a 305. I love it. It's so worldwide. <laughs> you know what? I I I manifested. I said I want to work with Pitbull one day, and I ended up working with him. I'm actually in one of his uh, video music nice. videos, and I think he realized how. Wait, which one? Um. Uh. Oh God, why am I blanking out? It's something love. Uh, it's with uh the girl the uh group called girl but without the i it's just grl uh what is it there's love 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 oh, no, no. i have the song in my head wild, wild, love. Wild, wild love i'm in that video you're in that video like, wow right wild, that's a mansion that's the mansion right there. That's a Playboy Mansion? That's a Playboy Mansion. We filmed it at the Playboy Mansion. Wow. Yeah. And I have a whole feature in the video. Ha. Huh? With my name. Ha. Huh? <laughs> I, I get so nerdy with this because I'm obsessed with Pitbull. Not in a sexual way, but I admire everything about him. His business uh, drive, everything, what he's created, the empire he's created, how classy he is, how yeah. nice he is. Super humble, wow. nice right. person. Good to know. Um, you wouldn't think that hearing what he puts out, like what's popular on the radio. It's like Hef. Nobody ever thought he would be a gentleman, yeah. humble, smart, yeah. funny man, because everybody only saw the sexual thing. Same thing with Pitbull. Yeah. Everybody sees the sex yeah. and everything, and they judge him. Well, that's what sells. But as a person, yeah, he's... Yeah. But that's what you do. You're a performer. You put something in your show, but as yeah. a person, you're something else. 
because that you're a freaking performer that's what you do yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. perform yeah. anyways <laughs> uh, like, oh, that works okay yeah. <laughs> <Just joking. laughs> sometimes not all the time Sorry. but sometimes but uh it was in vegas and uh and this was already after all that and i think he got scared because I I think I I geeked out with him and I was like oh my god I love I'm fangirling right yeah, now I'm yeah. fangirling yeah. and they never called who'd me you back. Go with? Who'd you go? Who'd My husband. Yeah. Uh, well, because he worked we he worked with Playboy for like two years, so we got the tickets. Did he really? Yeah, because oh. we have I have a machine with him, a slot machine with him too. I'm in the slot machine with him. Oh, with Pitbull. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, so it, there's a convention every year in Vegas for slot machines called uh, God, I'm blanking out. The slot convention, <laughs> slot machine no, convention. It has a funny. It has like a like a one arm bandit. Uh, why am I blanking? Well, there's a convention, anyway. right? So we all showed up to for the machine, the slot machine where I'm with him. So we all showed up and um, and he was there. And then after that, he performed, and we all went to the concert. For That's free, it was cool. fun. Yeah. Kind of fun. And then I was God. like, can I get an extra ticket for my husband because he's a big fan too? So my my husband drove that same day to go to the concert. How fun. And then we drove back together. It was I fun. I love that. It was so much fun. What a great memory. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like how you're balancing this wonderful life and you've snuck in a couple of real world, like you're you're a real person. It's yeah. not just Thank life you. is great all the time. Yeah. You're also taking care of some business based Absolutely. on heredity stuff so yeah. thank you for sharing that yeah. too yeah, of course cool. nobody's yeah. perfect and we all have our dark moments Heck yeah. the key is how are you going to handle them that's yep. the key Let's do it perspective together. does with music. everything with music <laughs> music helps hallelujah yes hallelujah. amen mm-hmm. <laughs> well this is a part of show Raquel where we just find out your corner of the internet what are you working on how can we find oh, you how can right. we debate music I thought we were going to be done <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, the how I met Maggie, it was through stand up. Actually, no, it was th- through her boyfriend because I know because he he saw my aka my, Mr. Stand Up, Mr. Stand Up, because he he caught me in my walk of shame at the mansion. I didn't do shit though. I didn't have sex. I just stayed over and then I was tiptoeing and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "No." Is that how you guys met? That's, That's how we met. That's exactly how we met because he was in the morning uh-huh. at yeah, the yeah. mansion, and I was like, "Holy shit, I gotta go home." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then Chad is like, "Excuse me, lady, where do you think you're going?" And I'm like, "Ah, uh, ah, uh, am I in trouble?" <laughs> He's like, "No, I'm just fucking with you because yeah, you Chad, look yeah. guilty." Yeah. <laughs> ah. And I was like, "Oh my god, my husband's gonna pick me up in like 15 minutes." <laughs> and then he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I got too drunk yesterday to drive," and or no, I got too drunk to just get. Because my husband dropped me off for that party the night before, and uh, and I was too drunk to just leave. Oh, I was yeah. like, I just had to pass out, and um, <laughs> and uh, and he's gonna pick me up in a couple minutes. He's like, Well, you can't wait here. You don't have to wait outside in the heat. I'm like, Thank you. And that's how we met. Oh, that's how we met. He told me he was a comedian. Yeah. And uh, and it went from there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, and that's how I met you. Yeah. So I'm trying I, to think of the first time that I did meet you. I think it was at. Your your challenge, Mike. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I started comedy. I started stand up comedy. This is the whole story of this is that I started comedy. I am producing my own show. Congratulations! And we need to get you in the show. I would love to. Where is that show? Where is it? What's the name? So uh, first Wednesday of every month at the South Comedy Hall. South That's comedy in Hall. Melrose. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at eight p.m. first mm-hmm. Wednesday. <laughs> so the next one is August seventh, mm-hmm. and it's called uh, the Melting Pot because we live in the Melting Pot. Great. Yeah. Great. We are the Great. melting pot. Um, I didn't realize that that was your produced show. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, Irina and I produce it. 
Who yeah. is it? You and Irina Boronina. Oh, an, nice. Another yeah, yeah. fellow comedian and mm-hmm, producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to get Chad, too. We haven't had Chad, right? So if you want to keep up, just follow me on social media at rpomplin, all across the board. Spell That's it. R-P-O-M-P-L-U-N. Okay. All across the board, and you'll find out everything about me or go to my website, www.officialraquelpomplin.com because somebody took Raquel Pomplin assholes. <laughs> Official's cooler. <laughs> Official's cooler. Well. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me, guys. This was so much fun. Thank yes, you. it is, yeah. isn't it? Thank you for your songs. Thank you for your music. Thank you for your time and your energy, Raquel. It's been really awesome. Yay. David, thank you again for for you just maggie it is an honor you run the greatest podcast that doesn't have a sponsor in the world we are working on that now please maggie mayfield ladies and gentlemen sponsor this show i love this show this has been why tune shuffle if you haven't already please like subscribe and share we're on all the social medias at why tunes shuffle thanks for listening find us on facebook twitter and instagram at why tunes shuffle